0: The advantages of a church fast. <clears throat> Y'all do know we on a fast, right? Yeah. They got quiet. Oh, Lord. All right, today, you know, I give you free days on Sunday. Somebody, somebody hit me up about that. Um, you get free days on Sundays. So, you know, eat what you want today. <clears throat> so, Monday through Saturday. Um, Last week, we did. <clears throat> can't eat after 7. <clears throat> Sorry, I was hungry last night. Man, I was hungry. I was like, man, Lord, if if I eat will you, forgive me, Lord. (laughs) And I don't know what was wrong last night, man. I was like, man, what is it? Man, I did good the whole week, man. I ain't eat, though, because I'm the one who said it. Well, God said it. Because y'all do know I ain't set no fast. I take no responsibility in this whatsoever, because I like to eat. Amen. That was the Lord. And it definitely wasn't me. Mm Mm-mm. Boy, I was hungry anyway. And I, was, I wanted to go to John and just tell Jesus. He said, when I was hungry, you fed me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 well, I can't eat and I got something in the refrigerator. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was tripping, dude. I was tripping. But anyway, let's go on and get into this. <laughs> yes, the advantages of the church fast. Second Chronicles 21 through twenty. 1-20. Uh, is what we're going to be focused on today. Anyway, what is a corporate fast? A corporate fast is when a leader declares a fast for the corporate body and the members of the body commit to carrying the fast out. Second Chronicles chapter 20 is a biblical account of a corporate fast. This study is designed to share the advantages of a corporate fast. Um, let me see if I'm going to read all this. Yeah, my list ain't that long. I'm going to read it, Okay. All right, it came, it came to pass, read chapter 20 of Second Chronicles, it came to pass after this also that the children of Moab and the children of Ammon and the, them other besides the Ammonites came against Jehoshaphat to battle. Then there came some that told Jehoshaphat, saying, there cometh a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea on this side, Syria, and behold, they be in Hazan Tamar, which is in Gedi. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. And Judah gathered themselves together to ask help of the Lord. Even out of the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. And Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court and said, O Lord, God of our fathers, art thou God in heaven, And rulest not thou over all the kingdoms of of the heathen? And in thy hand is there not power and might, so that none is able to withstand thee? Art not thou our God, who didst drive out the inhabitants of the land before the people of Israel, and gavest it to the seed of Abraham thy friend forever? And they dwelt therein, and have built thee a sanctuary therein, for thy name saying, If when evil cometh upon us... As the sword, judgment, or pestilence, or famine, we stand before this house and in thy presence. For thy name is in this house, and cry unto thee in our affliction, then thou wilt hear and help. And now behold, the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, whom thou wouldest not let Israel invade. Hey, thank God that you ain't let us kill when we could have killed them there, God. When they came out of the land of Egypt, but they turned from them and destroyed them not. Have you ever got mad at God because you know you could have crushed somebody and he ain't let you do it? And that's what he's saying now. We could have killed them Joker, last week, but you told us not to touch them. Behold, I say, how thy reward us to come to cast us out of thy possession, which thou hast given us to inherit. O oh, our God, wilt thou not judge them? For we have not might against this great company that cometh against us. Neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. And all Judah stood before the Lord with the little ones, their wives, and their children. Then upon Jehaziel, uh, uh, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benial, the son of Jael, the son of Mataniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph came the Spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation, and he said, Hearken ye all Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou King Jehoshaphat. Thus saith the Lord unto you, Be not afraid, nor dismay, by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow go ye down against them. Behold, they come up by the cliff of Ziz, and ye shall find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. Ye shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourselves, stand ye still, and see the salvation of the Lord with you. O Judah and Jerusalem, fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. And all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. And the Levites of the children of the Korahites and the children of the Korahites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a loud voice on high. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of the Kohah. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, so ye shall prosper. Amen. All right, all right. We're going to go down and we see the breakdowns in there. But let's look at number one. Number one, 2 Chronicles 20 verse 4 says, I just want to read that story so you can know exactly what's going on. And Judah gathered themselves together to ask help of the Lord. Even out of all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. Look, corporate fasting can lead to prayer. Corporate fasting can lead to prayer. How many people had to pray this week to stay on the fast? I mean, I'm I'm telling you, last night I had to pray. Lord, don't let me break this fast because I don't want to get up in the morning and, and, and have to tell the truth. But I lie to you on Monday, but I ain't gonna lie to you on Sunday. You know what I'm saying? So, it, <laughs> no, seriously, though, it'll lead to prayer. Because when you start releasing the umbilical cord from being dependent on the world and being dependent on God, because what? Maslow lets us know our first need of hierarchy is what? Food, right? Babies don't even know English, but they know to cry when they're hungry. They don't know what they're saying. They don't know what food means, but they know when mama put the the, the, the bottle or whatever in their mouth, they good. They stop crying. They eat. You understand? Your first, your first need is food. And when you begin to beat your flesh into submission by not eating food, you begin to automatically let God know you are setting your heart you're setting your mind on God. What do we have? We, you know that the God is three persons, right? Right? Like H2O, He's what, God the Father, God, the Son, God the Holy Spirit, right? Three persons. You are the same. You have a spirit, you have a soul, you have a body. your soul is your mind, your reason, your intellect, your deduction. I know people say you' don't mind, uh, uh, mind, body and soul. No, your mind and soul, the same thing. your spirit. Never needs to be renewed because it's already renewed, right? It's renewed every day because it's the spirit. It's, it's a part of God that's in you, the Holy Spirit who lives in you. And there's your soul, your mind, your intellect, your reasoning, who you are, and then your flesh. Your flesh is always trying to make you do wrong. It wanted that sandwich at six, didn't it? It did. But, but your spirit is always trying to lead you into all truth, and you're stuck in the middle. When you begin to fast, Fasting will definitely cause you to pray. Cause what is prayer? I think we make prayer this difficult word, but it's not. Prayer is what? Just a conversation with God. That's all it is. You're dialoguing with God. Somebody like, I don't know how to pray. Well, you sure do talk a lot. Yeah, I know I do. All right. Well, that's all you gotta do. Talk to God. That's all you do. It's not hard. Talk to God. Tell Him what you're feeling. The problem is you just don't need to be fake. Do you hear what He said? Was that not the realest prayer you heard? This dude said, hey, God, you told me I couldn't kill these folks. Now they're coming at me. Aren't you the God that released everybody else? Aren't you the God that delivered the lady down the street? Aren't you the God that did all this stuff? Well, I need you to be God again right now because I did what it is you told me to do and something don't look right. That's what he said. I mean, I'm breaking it down, but that's exactly what he was saying. You have to stop being fake. And when you start fasting, I'm telling you, you're going to be real with God because you're going to be irritated anyway. <laughs> I'm hungry, God. Pastor got me on this fast. I don't know if you heard God or not. I know I'm irritated. I'm trying to be obedient to the man of God. Did he really hear you? Am I really supposed to do this, God? God. You will start being real because your flesh is upset, because it's not getting what it is. You always give it when they want it wanted. Mm. And if you can give up food when you want it, you can give up other stuff. I'll let you be creative in your own mind. All right. Whatever you be struggling with. Hallelujah, Jesus. Number two, Second Chronicles 20:15 says, and he said, Hearken ye all Judah and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, and thou King Jehoshaphat. Thus saith the Lord unto you, Be not afraid, dismayed, by reason of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours. But God, don't worry about all these folk. It ain't your battle. But let's look at, let's look at verse 14 too. Um, I, I didn't put that in your handout, but look at verse 14. It says, Then upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jael, the son of Mataniah, a Levite, excuse me, the son of Asaph, came the spirit of the Lord in the midst of the congregation. Look, all this stuff. Look, the son of this, the son of this, he try, they trying to explain to you who he is, right? They're, who is this person standing up prophesying all of a sudden? We don't even know who this is. You feel me? So look, corporate family can lead to prophecy. And it didn't even come from one of the main leaders. It came from somebody nobody knew. That's why they had to get the whole genealogy of him to make sure that we understood who he is. To me, that's just telling me exegetically: this somebody who didn't even have any type of authority. This somebody who didn't have any type of official position. Yet, they are prophesying, let them know exactly what's going on. Look, they're going to try to do this over here, but God has, you don't even, you're not going to even have to fight. Came from a regular congregant, a regular member, not a deacon, not a, not a, not a trustee, not a minister, not a pastor, not a choir member. It came from God and it came from a regular person. When you start fasting and praying and we go on a corporate fast, everybody come into agreement with each other, iron sharp as iron, the spirit begins to be magnified in each and every one of us. Amen? And certain gifts that were dormant in you begin to be magnified in you. Certain gifts that you didn't even know you had begin to be activated because now you're paying attention. You're paying attention to more stuff than you ever paid attention to before because you're more focused. telling you, if you really fast, I'm going to let you and God deal with that. Number three, number three, um, read read 2 Chronicles 20, 17 says, ye shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourselves, stand ye still, and see the salvation of the Lord with you. O Judah and Jerusalem, fear not Nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. Corporate fasting can lead to promises. It can lead to promises. Do you know God already gave you some promises? You just didn't hear them. Have you been listening to your radio, your satellite radio? You go through the tunnel, it stopped working. Or you're talking on your phone, you go about a lot of trees and it stopped working because of the interference. Or you're trying to hear somebody talk to you and the TV too loud, but you're trying to see the part in the movie and you can't find a remote to pause it and you're trying to listen to them and the TV and you can't hear either one of them? Huh? Or you just eating some Captain Crunch or something so loud you got to turn the TV up because of crunching in your own head too loud? Huh? I'm just saying. You, you, you feel me? Because they are distracted, because they're noises and they're interfering with you. You're trying to hear too much at one time. When you begin to fast, you begin to quiet down all those distractions. Why? Because now you're beating your flesh into submission and now your spirit is the one leading you and not your flesh. Now your mind is totally submitted to your spirit and not your flesh. You know how you had the little devil on one side, the angel on the other? Well, you killed the devil this week. He ain't there. You understand? He's not there. Why? When you begin to beat your flesh into submission, that he is there, but what I'm saying is he don't have no power because your spirit is overcoming because now you're feeding your spirit more than your flesh. Whatever you feed the most is what's going to prevail. If you feed your spirit the most, he's going to prevail. If you feed your flesh the most... <clears throat> That's what's going to prevail. Huh? You keep feeding it. Scandal and housewives and whatever the other shows is. I don't know. You keep giving your flesh that. It's going to always be drama. You're going to always think somebody doing something wrong. Why? Because that's all you watch. You're going to always have a negative, negative uh, pr- pr- persona because that's what you're watching. That's what you're feeding your flesh and you're feeding your flesh instead of your... Can I tell you one thing? You cannot feed your spirit and flesh at the same time. Impossible. Highly impossible. They're not the same. They are not the same. So if you're feeding your spirit, that's what you're feeding. If you're feeding your flesh... That's what you're feeding. You cannot feed both of them at the same time because they don't eat the same thing. They don't have the same diet. You feel me? Now, you might eat some chitlins one day and and some some pork chop biscuits, and then the next day you want to have a salad. Oh, I'm trying to lose weight, girl. (laughs) Whatever. You just had pork chop this morning. But I'm saying, you do that. That's what you can do. But your spirit does not eat some of the stuff you're trying to feed it. Your flesh will never eat the Word of God. Your flesh will never eat worship. Your flesh will never eat praise because that's not what it eats right? Your spirit will never eat lust. Your spirit will never eat lies. Your spirit will never eat manipulation because that's not what your spirit eats. And if you're feeding your body that, yourself that, that's what your flesh is eating. You feel me? So whatever you're magnifying, whatever you're feeding, that's what you're making stronger. Second Chronicles 2019, <clears throat> number four, says, And the Levites of the children of the Koahites and the children of the Korites stood up to praise the Lord, God of Israel, with a loud voice on high. Corporate family can lead to praise. Do you know that? it'll lead to praise. Your worship will be somewhere even in your closet all of a sudden because all of a sudden you will understand how good God has been to you because your spirit now has the freedom to feel God. It already feels God, but now you can feel the God that your spirit is feeling because now your soul is connected to your spirit more than your flesh. You you, you hear what I'm saying? Your soul is in the middle. You are stuck in the middle like Malcolm in the middle on the little TV show. You're stuck right there. Your spirit is over here. Your flesh is over here. They're warring against each other. They say never say never, but your flesh will never like your spirit, and your spirit will never like your flesh. It will never happen. All right? So number four is praise. Number five, number five. Look at 2 Chronicles 20, 20, it says, And they rose early in the morning, and went forth into the wilderness of the Chor. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall ye be established. Believe his prophets, so ye shall prosper. Ooh-wee, this is my favorite one. Mm-mm-mm. Corporate father can lead to prosperity, I don't want to be broke. That's why I'm not. I believe that God says he wishes above all things that I be prosperous and in good health, even as my soul prospers. I feel like I'm supposed to be in good health. I feel like I'm supposed to be prosperous. I feel like I'm supposed to have the power Look, 2 Chronicles 21 through 25 says, And when they had consulted the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord and should praise the beautiful of holiness as they went out before the army and to say, Praise the Lord, for his mercy endureth forever. And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon. Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. For the children of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, utterly to slay and destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, everyone helped to destroy another. And when Judah came toward the watchtower in the wilderness, they looked to the multitude and behold, they were dead bodies fallen to the earth and none escaped. And when Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away the spoil of them, they found among them in abundance both riches with the dead bodies and precious jewels which they stripped off for themselves more than they could carry away. And they were three days in gathering <clears throat> of the spoil in which was so much. Look here. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. They went on a fast together. They had three people trying to come kill them. They all came against them, but they didn't even have to go fight. Only thing they did was go into praise and worship, and the enemies killed themselves. Because they had so many people coming against them for three whole days, all they did was gather the spoils, going around the dead bodies. I know that sounds morbid, but they were getting paid. Everybody had killed themselves. Every enemy that had come against them fell on their own. Whoa, that is awesome. They died on their own. They didn't have to fight. Some of y'all keep taking your Vaseline out, keep taking your, your heels off, keep taking your tie off, trying to get into these fights with these people. And if you can just stand still and know that God is God, go into your prayer closet and let God handle your enemies. They killed themselves. Let me go to Daniel. I got to go to Daniel. Daniel 10, 2, 3, 12, and 13. It says, at that time, I, Daniel, mourned for three weeks. I ate no choice food, no meat or wine, touched my nor touched my lips, and I used no lotion. See, that's why I had lotion the other day. He, I was in a prophetic mode. <laughs> no lotion. <laughs> I'm prophetic. I got prophetic hands. At all until the three weeks were over. Then he continued, do not be afraid, Daniel, since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard, and I have come in response to them. But the prince of the Persian kingdom resisted me 21 days, then Michael, one of the chief priests, came to help me because I was detained there with the king of Persia. So look, again, just like we learned last week, once you start setting your mind what What God wants you to do, your blessing is released, but sometimes they get caught in the second heaven. It's trying to get down. There are three heavens, the heaven right over you, yet I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, the second heaven, where the third heaven is where God is, right? You can't bind God, you can't bind God and you can't loose God. So when we say whatever bound on earth is bound is heaven and whatever's loose on earth is loose in heaven, that's not the heaven we're talking about. We're talking about the second heaven because we fight not against flesh and blood but against principalities from high places. That's why our weapons are not carnal, for They cast down the strongholds and vain imaginations and anything that exalts itself against the armies of the living God. We also learn that God made the, the firmament in Genesis, in Genesis, in, in the beginning in Genesis because he said everything was good but that. Hey, woman is good. Man is good. The light is good. The sun is good. And he made the firmament which separated the, the, the sky from the, from the ground. He said He didn't say that was good. Why? Because that's where the demons were housed. The devil is not in hell. That's why he was able to walk up to God and say, hey man, I ain't got nobody to him. And God said, hey, have you noticed my servant Joe? And then the devil said, no, I ain't know your servant Joe because you got a hedge around him. And God said, okay, you can touch this and that, but you can't touch his body. And they had all these conversations. He's not in hell. It's reserved for him. That's why you need to get into a spiritual place where you can hear God so you can combat those spiritual wickedness in high places. So when God sends your blessing, you will keep pressing until it gets manifest down here. You better watch out. You keep praying, saying, Lord, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You know what I'm saying? How we say the prayer. You know what I'm saying? Our Father who art in heaven, how do be that name. We say thou will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God has already prospered you in heaven. He's already prospered you up there. He's already healed you. The problem is you got to cause it to manifest down here. And when you begin to pray and press like Daniel pressed for 21 days, even though it was dispatched and released. My, Gabriel was held up by the Prince of Persia, so Michael had to come help him to get the blessing to Daniel. Your blessing has already been released. You just have to continue to press it until it falls down. Come on, somebody. Have you ever had played that little game when they got the little stuff in the candy, little pinata and you're trying to hit it and it's a hole in it, but you got to keep hitting it until it comes all the way out. Well, I've believe that in the spirit there's a hole in the cloud already about to drip you some of your blessing but when you go through this corporate fast God is about to put a bigger hole in that pinata of blessing that's in the spirit right now and it's about to fall over you and overtake you I'm believing riches about to overtake you I'm believing blessings are about to overtake you I'm believing healing is about to overtake you I'm believing deliverance is about to overtake you I'm believing it. I'm claiming it right now. New Beach Grove is going to have a good measure blessing. Press down, shake it together, and run it over. He's about to bless you. He's about to release it from the heavenlies, but you have to believe that it's coming, and you have to keep pressing for it. You, The problem is you're not pressing anymore. You stop. Because it didn't come when you wanted it to come, when you thought it could come, and you only prayed for 21 minutes. Some of us don't even get that long. Oh, I ain't getting yet. No, keep pressing. Keep pressing. And watch God open up the windows of heaven and part the blessing you won't have room to receive. Watch him make you the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, the lender and not the borrower. Watch him, watch him, watch him do it. But you got to keep pressing. Problem is you don't want to press. You don't want to keep pushing. We already know the saying, pray until something happens. You just pray and sit down. Daniel you prayed 21 days and God gave him all the answers. He gave him all the answers. He told him everything that was going to happen in his life. He told him what was going to happen in Nehemiah's life. He told him what was going to happen in Esther's life. He told him all these different things that were going to happen down the road. He told him what's going to happen in the next generation. I'm telling you right now, if you really get obedient with God, stay on this fast. God is not only going to tell you how to bless you. He's going to tell you how you gonna bless your kids. He gonna tell you how you gonna bless your kids, kids. He gonna tell you how you gonna bless your kids, kids, kids. Because God is a generational God. He's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He is the God of multi-generations. And the problem is, you get like Hezekiah and you satisfied with just your generation. Well, God wants to give you an overflow. He wants to give you an overflow. Aren't you tired of just enough or not enough? God wants to give you an abundance. He came to give you life and to give it to you more abundantly. More abundantly. More abundantly. The good life comes from the Greek word zoe, which means the God kind of life. And the God kind of life, it it, 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 it ain't a shabby life. He wants to bless you. He wishes above all things that you be prosperous and in good health. He wants you to be prosperous. He wants you to be prosperous, but you gotta believe it. And you gotta be disciplined enough. See, this is is the difficulty when you call yourself a child of God. God not gonna bless you if you keep playing with the devil. I mean, he'll take care of you. But you know, you know, God possesses. You know, he's not gonna keep giving you stuff if you gonna get it from the devil. God God said he don't like lukewarm people. He spit them out. He'll rather you be hot or cold. He'll respect you more if you just go on to the other side. I'm not saying go there, but I'm just saying. He don't like lukewarm. He don't like shady people. He don't like you acting like you're with him and you're not. He don't like covert folk. I ain't say he ain't love you, but he said he don't like. That's what he said. He said he spit them out. And I need you to understand that God is the author and finish of your faith. You don't need to beg anybody for anything. When God is ready to bless you, he'll bless you. He'll not let fruit grow in your vine before it's time, but he won't bless you too late either. You'll be like a tree planted beside rivers of living water that a year fruit win in its season. Everybody keeps talking about the tree planted beside rivers of living water, but they always want to miss the part in its season. Stop getting jealous if somebody else is in a season that you're not in. Don't get mad because you ain't winning somebody else in summer. Don't get mad if you're in the fall and somebody else in the spring. Your season is coming. God is going to bless you in your due time. God is going to bless you when it's your time to be blessed. And sometimes your setback is a setup. Remember Jonah? Jonah was caught in the belly of the the fish because he didn't want to go talk to the people in Nineveh. Man, Jonah gave the shortest sermon ever. But every he gave a short sermon. He said, be saved. That's all he said. Hey, man, get your life right and went home, dropped the mic. You know why he was able to do that? Because he was calling a fish, and when he got out the fish, somebody saw him get spit out the fish, ran down to Nineveh, but Nineveh worshiped the fish God. And I'm sure he would stink because he made a three-day journey in one day with no car, no Uber, no bus, He done got out of fish, been dead for three days. Got spit out. All right, God, I'm going to do what you say. Runs in one day, a three-day journey, out of a fish. I don't know if you ever went fishing or went to the farmer's market. The fish, if it smells good to you, you're not normal. Just go lay down on somebody's couch with a little light, and they'll talk to you about yourself. Amen. But he was in a fish all that time. And when he came out, he was able to save them. Why? Easy because they was like, he must be a God. He didn't came in a fish. They didn't know he was dead. They thought he had come there on purpose, riding on a fish. And God used that to deliver the people. So I know you might be in something right now, but God may have the stench of that on you so you can save somebody else. God is about to bring you out of your addictions. God is about to bring you out of some things that you've been in for a long time. God is about to bring you out of your Egypt in this fast. I'm believing it. I believe it for you because I don't believe when you do a corporate fast that the only thing that would be blessed is a corporation. You don't call a corporate fast just for the corporation, just for the organization, just for the church. You're calling it because collectively, individually, we make a collective whole but we still are individual parts, you understand? And there's no way the church can be blessed and be out of debt if you're not. You understand? There's no way the church can walk in healing if you're not. So when you're in agreement, come on, somebody, that means all of us, when, when two or more are gathered in my name, I'm in the midst. And we have 1,500 folk, I know a lot of them don't come to church no more because COVID scared a lot of people away, but hopefully they're online and doing something. So, at the end of the day, what's going on? You're in agreement with somebody else who's agreeing the same thing you're agreeing. And we're all praying. And so, when two, if one can set a thousand flight and two can set 10,000, what can 1,500 people do? Huh? What can 1,500 people do? In agreement. I don't know the math that good, but I just know it's a lot. If one can do a thousand and two can do 10,000, Exponential, I don't know what 1,500 can do. If somebody can figure that out, let me know. God is about to prosper you. God is about to deliver you. God is about to take you to a whole nother level and dimension of blessings. God is about to bless you with houses. God is about to bless you with money. God is about to bless you with healing. God is about to bless you with opportunities. God is about to bless you with relationships God is about to bless you with connections. God is about to bless you. God is just about to bless you. He's gonna give you words of knowledge. You're gonna do miracles. You're gonna walk in healing and deliverance. I see it in the name of Jesus. It's so simple. I mean, it's like I sweatless victory. That's all I see in the name of Jesus. I see sweatless victories. And I ain't even sweating as much as I do when I preach. It's, God is about to blow your mind. It's funny how calm I am. I ain't screaming, I ain't hollering, but but it's 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 he's about to blow your mind. Stay faithful to what God has us on. This week, um, what we're doing, vegetables, fruit and vegetables, no meats, fruit and vegetables, eat whatever you want, but it's fruit and vegetables. You know, fruit and vegetables. Why? And it's and it's it's not all it's just about the sacrifice, it's about being obedient to what God is leading us to do. You understand what I'm saying? And we begin to come in agreement and do whatever God is instructing us to do as the leader. And I, I know I kind of skipped over this, but let me go to this because I want to show you. Um, I want to show you in in, in, in in Jonah, because Jonah 3 7 and 10 it says You can keep playing. This is the proclamation he issued in Nineveh. This is the king. By the decree of the king and his nobles, do not let people or animals, herds or flocks, taste anything. Do not let them eat or drink. When God saw what they did and how they turned from their evil ways, he relented and did not bring on them the destruction he had threatened. Get out of here. They didn't. De- he didn't destroy the city because they all came to get on one accord and fasted. He said the animals can't eat. Roaches, you better not eat, we're going to stump on you. Nobody can eat, not even your animals, your dog, your cat, Lassie. No, you can't eat because we want to be in right standing with God. And he delivered and relented what he was going to do. Look at this. In Esther in, in, in Esther 4.16, it says, Exodus four sixteen says, "Go gather together all the Jews that are present in Shushan, and fast ye for me, and neither eat nor drink three days, night or day. I also and my maidens will fast likewise, and so I will go unto the king, which is not according to the law. Which means I'm gonna break the law because I know if you fast and praying, I'm covered. Because by her going to the king without him asking, he could have put her to death." And and if I perish, I perish. And we know the story. In the end, Haman was trying to kill all the Jews and Mordecai. And at the end, Haman, who had plotted to kill all the Jews, he ended up dying on on the gallows he made. Got hung on the gallows which he put together. God will cause your enemies to fall. The problem is you keep fighting with them in the natural and not going to the spirit. You keep knocking cause they bucket, but you're not going into the spirit and travailing with God. When you start fasting to bring you to a discipline of going to God first, and letting him handle your enemies or lead you on how you need to handle them in the name of Jesus. I'm believing God for a breakthrough in your life. I'm believing God for a blessing. And as we as Newbies Grove and other partners who follow us on the Converted Kit uh, email list and those who follow us on social media and those who are in agreement with us and say they're fasting with us, I'm believing God is going to bless us. Not only corporately, but individually as well. Hallelujah. Amen.